0: Hey everybody, I want to take a second to tell you about Snagit 2022. I don't have time to go into all the details about Snagit 2022, but it has a variety of options for fast and easy to use video creation. It's got new ways to work across devices and platforms with the new cloud library. And your purchase or upgrade includes your first year of maintenance and the newly updated Snagit certification course. With 20 plus videos and Snagit how-tos, certification is a great way to help you speed up your workflows, unlock potential, and get your work done faster. So check out Snagit 2022 today at snagit.com. And now, back to the podcast.
1: Stories help people remember
0: you. If you don't know how to use story, go learn, go watch examples and, and watch them and take away from them so that you can apply this to your video.
2: You should have a strong hook at the beginning to keep them in. You should have a strong follow through. And at the end, you should really, again, knock them with some truth.
0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the Visual Lounge. We're here talking about video workflows and we've got a great topic. We're going to be talking about story. Do you need story? What is story? Why story? It's been a hot topic and we're sure you've heard about why you should use stories, but let's dig into the topic with me. I've got Justin and Andy from TechSmith, guys. Thank you so much for being here today. As always, let's get this thing started because I think there's a lot of topics out there. People, a lot of people talk about story and I think my big first out of the gate questions, a huge one that I hope we get to is, do I need to tell a story in my video? But where do you guys want to really start?
1: Yeah, I mean, for for my perspective, story or storytelling is a very um, compelling thought, especially like in marketing. I mean, probably for like you said, maybe for the last decade, it's been a really like, you know, you need to be a storyteller or like a lot of people on their LinkedIn. I'm a storyteller. It's like, okay, what does that really mean? (laughs) Um, That's like, are you writing stories like really? Because I'm pretty sure you're marketing like a piece of software. But for me, it's more along the lines of building out um, a a piece of communication that is compelling to somebody. People are drawn to stories. People envision themselves inside of stories. People um, sort of think of life sometimes as this grand story. So it sort of frames up a lot of how people think. And so I think it's not necessarily that you have to... um, quote unquote, tell a story with every video. But how do you potentially weave in those elements? Uh, And we can get into that, too.
2: Well, I always made the mistake of thinking that, like, by telling a story, that means we have to have a fictional character and a journey. And and we have to build in, you know, the the funny sidekick and all the other And like it it almost overwhelmed me, you know, back when I was first hearing this buzzword uh, of storytelling, because it's one thing to make a really good piece of video content. I mean, I've said many times, I came from the wedding background, like there's obviously plenty of story to tell about a couple's special day, whether it's the stories of how they met and leading up to the day or the actual just story of the day itself. But it's not always the same as uh, a story that has some kind of desire and conflict stopping them from achieving their desire. And I think we can even relate that to marketing, right? Where like, if or or tutorials, What's the problem? Uh, what's the solution? What's stopping you from getting to that solution? And how do we solve it? That's a story. I mean, it it doesn't always get built out as one. And sometimes we miss a lot of opportunities by not building that as a story. Um, but really, it's it's kind of that empathy point, right? Like, what are you missing? What do you feel like you wish you had? And how does maybe our product solve that for you? Or how does you know this, this I don't know, product is really where I, the, the last thought I had, I don't know why I kept talking after that.
0: <laughs> well, I was just thinking, yeah. as you said that, the tutorial-wise, like, I, you know, I think historically, if we look at story, story has been a primary communication method for for eons, you know, our, mm-hmm. our ancestors long, long ago, that's how they conveyed information, right? I'm sure that's how tutorials happened. You didn't sit down and say, well, let's walk through this procedure of finding the which berries to eat. You know, it was probably much more using story and those things. So I do think there's there's value here. I, I would imagine for a lot of people, though, uh, they they think they do what, like you said, Andy, and even what you said, Justin, that they're like, well, I'm not a storyteller. I don't write stories. I don't know how this is going to work. And so I think there's a, a lot of misunderstanding about the role of, of story and what story really does for any kind of communications, especially for video. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And I think, um, it's not, it's not necessarily again, like you don't have to create a character a lot of times. Sometimes a character might be the learner if you're creating a tutorial or it might be, um, sort of that ideal customer. If you're a marketer and you're trying to market yours, your product to somebody, it might, you know, be that person that you're trying to market that to. That is the, at the base level, the easiest character you can find. Um, who Who is the audience for the video? That is your character of your video. Um, and then as far as trying to weave in the story elements, I think, Andy, when you're talking about marketing a product or talking about that product, you could very easily go in and make a video about a new feature for a product. Here's the feature. Here's what it does. Here's all about you know, why it's why we built it, you know, it's, it's very inward focused on the company and it's focused on the product or the feature. Whereas if you flipped it and framed it from a story element or a story perspective, you could start with the problem that the customer mm-hmm. had. Why did you b- make that feature in the first place? You did it. You I'm assuming you developed it or made it to help solve a problem that your customers are having. So at the front say, you know, Hey customer you have this problem, it was a real pain. We helped solve that problem by developing this new feature. Here's what it will help you do successfully. If you don't have it, here's the failure you'll continue to have. And isn't that a way more compelling way to work somebody through that feature set and work them through? to Now they're envisioning, A, they recognize that you have empathy for their problem, but B, they recognize
2: that you can help solve it and you've shown me what success could look like. Mm -hmm. is and you guys can correct me if i'm wrong on this story or not but i believe the story i heard about like techsmith's kind of origins is that you know they needed to be able to capture their own screen and and uh the developers and they had to to share those screen captures and so you know bill hamilton and team developed snagit uh and out of snagit of course techsmith grew um but it was because they had a problem they needed to solve And so now, how easy is it to empathize with other people who have this same problem? Hey, guys, guess what? We needed to be able to show off, you know, what was happening on our screen and check this out. Happened to me the other day. One of my, this is a while ago now, I guess, but on on LinkedIn, one of my better performing posts was simply like, hey, I work in a dark basement. This is before I upgraded my camera. Uh, I work in a dark basement. And when I want a little bit more light, I open up a Google homepage and brighten up my screen. And now I've got a light on my face. That's a problem a lot of people are having, especially after, you know, businesses sent everyone home for months uh, where suddenly we're working in a darker space and we're not used to having to be on web cameras all the time. Empathize with people like I have this problem, too. It drives me crazy. You know how I solved it? X, Y and Z. What did you do? And that simple of a thing can be a story, right? It's, it's this empathy and pain point.
0: Well, I want to just share something. It's funny that you shared this story, Andy, because that story, the story was kicking around my head today and I was trying something different with the live stream with my lighting and guess what I did? I changed Hmm. my monitor to be a different color to change my lighting and then I could change the color. Like so your story, not only did your story effectively kind of teach the the idea, but there's something I think inherently sticky about stories, right? Like I remembered that. I don't think I would have remembered like when you want to light yourself and you don't have other lighting, do this like right. but the fact that like oh Andy was struggling with that guess what he, oh yeah he changed the color on his like his monitor so like I think so that's one of the really powerful things about stories not only did you empathize with people in that need but you set, shared that in a, such a way that it 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 like stuck around like I don't think it was something that was like deeply like oh I'm gonna try to remember this forever but yeah, it, just, yeah. it, it was sticky enough that it helped me so that when I was like mm-hmm. oh man I need to add a little bit of light to the situation and it worked great. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, that's and it's a super like low fi method that anyone can do, right? That doesn't hurt either that like a it's free. B, it's something that everyone probably has around them to be able to do it with. So, so that makes it easier. Um, but man, there's there's. And so so I say that always, to all. excuse me, I say that to also say, sometimes stories are much grander. Uh, and that's when it feels overwhelming, right? Like, oh, we need to have a hook at the beginning, we need a beginning that, you know, leads our story on an arc to the middle, the climax of the story to where the end is. And we still have to have this hook all the way through where we keep people's attention. And, um, and that can be really difficult. And I would even say like, I'm not, I'm not the expert here necessarily on this one because we've got a writer in the room. We've got a, you know, a a teacher in the room. And, and so, um, how do you keep that from getting overwhelming for people when you say, Hey, you know, we've got to, we've got to tell this story. I mean, the, every everything I know about story. So
1: I'm about to shout out uh, some folks. So everything I know about story comes from Donald Miller and story the folks at StoryBrand. Uh, you know, I went to the StoryBrand conference a couple of years ago. I mean, gosh, now it's probably five years ago. But um, <laughs> and so what they what they do to simplify it though is they break it down to components into a, a seven part framework. And you can go look that up if you want to know the the nitty gritty of the framework. But that for me has really helped condense it down to where i'm not necessarily worrying about trying to eat that whole elephant of the story in one bite and i can much easier kind of get each component of the story that i want to tell laid out and then just tell the story and then in maybe an edit phase or maybe a revision phase or as i'm going through i can understand okay is like is this pulling all the way through did i actually like finish or complete the story is the, is what I'm trying to, uh, tell with the entire video or the entire, I mean, piece of content that I'm writing, is that working its way through or is something amiss, but breaking out those pieces into an individual state, uh, it really condenses that down and makes it easier rather than having to like, say, Oh, I got to write a whole story right now.
0: Real quick. I, I don't know if this is appropriate to, to share at all, but I want to share a story about a, where I failed at this. Um, you know, Andy, you said like, oh, you're a teacher. I, I don't think instructional design actually helps me tell stories at all. Uh, so for a project at TechSmith, we were going to roll out this big new initiative. And maybe Justin, you were around and you remember this, but we may, we spent a bunch of time going around shooting this very elaborate video story. And I, you know, you fall in love with your your ugly babies and you don't realize how ugly they are. Uh, I think the video lasted a month and we pulled it because it was just too, we, we tried to do too much in a single video and it was, mm. a little, it was hard to follow. And it didn't, I mean, so I like, I love what we're saying about stories, but the, the thing is, I like, my fear is that you get it wrong and it really ruins kind of the experience. And and I'm not trying to be a naysayer sure. or negative about stories because I think they're really powerful. And I, I love the framework, Justin that you've shared with us, uh, that you've gotten from Donald Miller and story brand. But I feel like it's so easy and I, I'm trying to empathize with all the millions of people out there, that, the 10 people that will watch this actually, that <laughs> I find story hard. Like I find yeah. it in is not, it's not natural for me to just do it well, I don't think. And so I would love to, let me sit at your feet for a few minutes, guys, and just help, help me understand. Like what what can we really be doing here? Like, What should I really take away about story? Because I feel like if I try to intermix it, like me telling a story is one thing, but like to make it successful, like in, in mm-hmm. actually drawing attention and moving people through to understand the problem, I feel like, I don't know, I'm, I'm not sure I'm confident enough to do that.
2: So I'm betting whatever happens here, Justin's got a better answer than me. So I want to go first. Um, so I think personally, and this is actually the opposite of what I'm about to say then, because I think personally the 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 real trick to me for story isn't like you know a traditionally told story it's not as we're thinking right like a beginning climax and it's first of all what's your hook what is it that's going to keep people watching i mean we talk about this with ads right youtube is going to you get like 5 or 6 seconds before people click away but you should think about that anyway why would people want to watch this entire video from the beginning? Like what at the beginning is going to make them go, Oh my gosh. Yes. I think it was uh, Ian Crone on one of the Donald Miller podcasts actually told a story about how he walked into a whole foods and saw this towering pile of apples and his seven year old son was there and he eyeballed the apples and immediately I'm like, Oh God, what happened? Like, (laughs) like, so I'm hooked because I've seen that tower of apples at a whole foods before, you know? So I know it can come tumbling down. Um, and and yes, it did come tumbling down, not to spoil everything, uh, but that's how the story went. But but I was hooked because he told something that humans can relate to, right? I've seen a grocery store with a pile before. I, I know what's going to happen if you pull from the bottom. Um, so there's the hook. And then he uses that as an analogy to, you know, uh, tell about his son and the type of learner he is and how, like, had he tried to stop him, it would have worked, wouldn't have worked anyway. And um and i think that's that's the beginning of what gets us in now we're empathizing with you know him and his son and grocery shopping uh and and at the end of that story there should also be a good jab too like we think about you know the hook pulls us in what really drives home that point it should be Um, You know, maybe you need to download our product to solve this or maybe just like here's something you could try differently in your life or whatever your advice or solution is because hopefully we're presenting solutions or at least ideas or, um, you know, happy endings in videos like there should be there should be some kind of point to it. Um, Then that's the jab that comes in at the end, right of uh, we hooked them in and now we, you know, knock them home with some truth. So nice.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking through like how to t- how how would I teach somebody at the most basic level to um, start a story for a video, and I, I really would uh, advise people to t- to check out the the story brand framework, and maybe I'll run through it a little bit here anyway, just because that is honestly how I would teach folks. Um, but first and foremost, it's all about trying to figure out, like I had mentioned, figuring out that character. So if you're creating, like you could have a feature set. And you could end up with two completely different stories if you were trying to create a tutorial video, or if you were trying to advertise that fe- or market that feature. Um, even if the character is the exact same, so so the character could be the exact same, but that and that's where like telling a unique story around that particular thing then changes because if you are, um, let's say we make screen recording software. So let's say we um, come out with a new recorder button or something, you know, you got a feature you want to show in this case, we'll say it's a recorder button. So, you know, if you have, so if you have a a person who wants um, that software, like what do they want out of that? Maybe they just want a better experience or they want a better UI. Um, But so understanding what that person is, it's probably, in that case, it might be, let's just say a new you uh, will say it's a new user. We won't even say they, they don't even know about about it. So and that changes it, too, because if you're trying to create that video for a new user versus an existing user, that story completely changes. So there's so much nuance there in terms of like getting versus what you were maybe talking about earlier, Matt, where you're trying to create this big old thing that maybe works for everybody or tries to do it all in one video. Um, You know, for me, it's you start to even just with the first bit of trying to figure out the character, it helps you get rid of a bunch of other cruff. So in this case, okay, I'm only going to make this video for people who don't know a thing about the software. Awesome. That helps narrow down a lot. So what problem do they have? That this feature helps solve. Oh, okay. Maybe you've worked with a bunch of overcomplicated systems or softwares, or you don't know anything about X, Y, and Z. This is going to be really easy. Okay, awesome. So now I've identified your problem. That's the next thing you want to kind of identify as the problem, um, and then you know, if you can go a, a step deeper, it's understanding like how that problem makes people feel. So the next step of a problem is how do you understand how to, you know, how does that make somebody feel? So if you, if you are not a video expert or a, record, a screen recording expert, you might feel like really inadequate or like, I don't know how to get this job done. Maybe not, but that's just something I'm thinking through um, off the top of my head. And then you work somebody down and they meet you, whether you're the individual um, person trying to help. And this works for a tutorial as well. You know, you're walking somebody through, well, why should I listen to you? (laughs) Well, who are you to tell me that this thing, you know, because for a lot of people, it's just if they have a problem and they're searching out on YouTube or they're searching out something, it could be anybody out there. So like having that person to like sort of or having that piece in your video that's describing a who you are, why, why they should listen to you in some way. And it doesn't have to be big, but just like enough to understand that you're knowledgeable can be really helpful.
0: Can, can and I then giving that, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just a thought, something you said that stuck out to me at this last point is that like, you know, it's interesting because oftentimes we, we, and I think we've even talked like, like you don't want to spend so much time, especially at the beginning, yeah. establishing credibility. And that's what, what I've heard here is not, you don't establish necessarily the credibility at the beginning, It's but but you're right. You got to do that at some point, right? Like why should mm-hmm. you listen to TechSmith on this topic of screen recording? Or why should I listen to GE on whatever G E does, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, if, if we're from a corporate standpoint. So that's really it just really stood out to me that like you're gonna have to do that. Don't ignore it, but it also doesn't have to be the lead, right? Like
2: well, and I think yeah, what he's saying too, what what you're saying too though is what I appreciate, and and I got this after you came back from story, Brandon, kind of reiterated it, is that like, how often do we think of ourselves as the hero of our story I and mean, like, look at this great thing that we've got. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like, you're the hero. You, the buyer. Like, you've got a problem you need to solve. We're the guide. We're helping you solve that problem. So just, uh, just to reiterate that, because, like, that's one of the things that I thought that just blew my mind when I heard it mm-hmm. phrased that way. Because it's like, we spend so much time focusing on, like, we've got this great product. You're going to love it. You're going to have your world. shit. Ch- like, that's not how to approach that.
0: <laughs> well, mm-hmm. just to, and that's to summarize a, and, that, Andy. And, oh, go you, ahead. You're the Yoda not the Luke.
2: Yep. Star Wars reference. Right. Sorry for everybody else. Exactly. Like Star Wars. Everyone knows it.
0: <laughs> Definitely. Here, Absolutely. You got, the, got the, the the key information here. <laughs>
1: All right. I like this. So, um, yeah, no, I think it, it, you're exactly right. It's, you need to be, you need to think of yourself when you're making these videos. And again, it's, if you work for a company, if you work for yourself, if you're, you know, trying to, whatever you're trying to do, think of yourself as the guide and and never think of yourself as the hero. Being the hero mm-hmm. d- does only only you think helps you. It doesn't actually help anybody else. And that's true if you're creating tutorial videos or training videos, even internal stuff. If you're trying to sh- get somebody internally to try to do this new process, you could send out a video and you could say, "We, you know, uh, we did all this work. Uh, this is how you need to do it now." And, and start doing it or a more effective way is to place yourself as the guide empathize with the pe- the employees that you work and say we recognize this problem we understand this is really hard there it might be difficult in, in the beginning but in the end it's going to be you know so you're framing it up in a way that just is much more compelling than mm-hmm. regurgitating information yeah um
2: i think that's part, the difference part right of, like you can have you can have empathy in a tutorial because the or even if it's a tutorial on like, you know, HR software like the idea is we get it it was bad before we found these things that are going to make it so much easier for you. Yep, training's going to take a little while, but it's going to be faster in the long run. Like that's empathy. That's built-in storytelling in that now your user or your employees feel like, "Oh my gosh, I'm into this. Like this this has been a problem. I can't wait for this to be easier."
0: Well, mm-hmm. I think this also goes to another thing and we've talked about before I think on this if not at least I know I talked about on today's episode that I recorded for the Visual Lounge is that relevance, <laughs> right? Like you are establishing yeah. that that re- why this is relevant is because this is going to make you, you know, I I think I've been putting in terms of it's going to make you it's going to make you more money, it's going to make you safer, it's going to mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of hi- Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Can I eat it? Can it right. eat me? Can I mate with it? Can it mate with me? Like, is it going to keep me safe? Is it going to give me water? Like, you're just, you're ticking off those things. Like, it's going to do something for you. And hopefully that thing is solving a problem, right? hmm
2: mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: and honestly, like, even on the, if you're going, like, the ultimate of a story is is great to solve a problem, but even better to transform somebody or something. So mm-hmm. if you can come out of it transformed Wow! Now there's a story, right? Like, if you, um, and again, that that's that is probably the key thing that that I focus on um, in my better moments is coming up with the with the transformation. So after you watch this video, after you read this blog post, after you visit this webpage, what can you envision yourself being transformed into? And those are the things that you know, whether it's um you trying to learn how to do something like you know I just bought a pellet smoker so I'm learning to like I'm learning all the things about smoking meat and doing those different like and in order to do that when somebody can tell me that I at the end of the day will be somebody who can make this really awesome thing sweet like I'm all in for for that because you've sort of shown me the light and shown me what I will be transformed into if You know, oh, if you just do steps one, two, and three.
0: So So, I have a question, Justin. How explicit do you typically make that?
1: Hmm. It I think it probably depends on what the medium is and what you're trying to do. But I probably would lean on the side of not being explicit and just trying to weave that into a theme. So for instance, if you and it ties it, the, the pieces tie in. So you're going from something on this side. I'll try to get in. You're going from something and you're moving to something else. That's sort of the transformation, right? Um, so the from, I pull that, I, I almost always pull that idea from like the problem. So I'm, I'm, I have a problem. This is what I am. So it might be, I am, uh, you know, if, if I'm, let, let's say I'm selling uh, a note, app or something. The current existence is I'm writing all these notes and I'm not organized. So I'm going from disorganization and chaos to organized mental clarity, um, everything being aligned. Right. And so you can already envision, like it's not necessarily you saying those things, but that's the vibe that I want coming out of it. Like at the end of it, I want to be, I want to set you up to at the beginning of that video or that, um, piece of content that you it feels a little chaotic it feels a little bit um you know unhinged whereas uh at the end of it oh man everything is is nice and neat and organized i think that the, the harman brothers have like so many great examples of this um mm-hmm. i think of i can't remember the exact um commercial but uh you could i, I can't it's a it's an app for like um or it's a, a photo book um no oh, books that the, yeah, that they did a, a commercial for. It's so, so good because they walk through this whole story process and you just see like, you know, this mom and life is chaotic and how do I get all these pictures and what am I supposed to do with them? And then it's like at the end of it, you just, say, oh, j- now I just upload them and I get them all printed and it's automatic and it's easy. and so and, and you can put yourself in that even if your life doesn't look like that life, it's the feeling of like, ah, mm-hmm. I've been transformed if I get that thing.
2: Well, you know what I love, too, about that example is that, like, even in that commercial, for those who haven't seen it, it's funny, it's on YouTube, at the at the very end of it, life is still chaotic, nothing's changed, but that's one less task for her to have to worry about, you know what I mean, it's just like, that made my life easier, I can keep focusing on the cast, I'm I'm never gonna sit down and scrapbook, I don't know, you know, but like, mm-hmm. I can do this thing, um, and I think that's, that's powerful, uh, just to say, like, we may not be life-changing in that way, we're life changing in this way. Like we can fix this problem for you. Um, it makes me. Well, go ahead, man. No, go ahead, Andy. Andy, I didn't mean I was to say. I, I, my ah, topic slightly. Oh, we're mixing up.
0: This episode's gone <laughs> crazy, folks. <laughs> I, up, this is
2: this is a slightly different topic. So if, if you want to go ahead, I understand. But I go ahead.
0: Uh, I was just going to say what all this is making me think. There's a great book um, to kind of give another resource. Uh, Nancy Duarte um she is fantastic she wrote a book called resonate and and what you're saying makes me think about she looked at in this book resonate uh three uh, several different stories uh well no she looked at presentations actually so it's not video it's looking at presentations she looked at like steve job's iphone initial iphone launch she looked at martin luther king's i have a dream speech and she looked at some other things but what she basically kind of broke down these presentations to, and i think this Idea can work for video as well. Is it's it makes what's a spark line? A spark line is like it's a flat line, and then it goes straight up, and then it goes over and straight mm-hmm. down, and over, and then she she basically said there the the pa- pattern that she noticed in all these, and the book does way better at explaining this than I can. But basically, that today there's they talk about current state, you know, life, you know, your phone is just a dumb thing. New then it talks about future state. Well, wouldn't it be great if it could do X Y Z? current state, future state, current state, future state. And then eventually it will hit on this like grand new, like this is today. Like we've got, now we've got iPhone or now, you know, so I think the, the, the kind of these elements of this, the kind of, it's not, it's focus this focus and emotion, the roller coaster ride, it's not making this better, but it's making this better. Just made me think mm-hmm. of, of, of her work and, and that. And I think it's just another approach that's uh, very applicable to, I think a lot of, A lot of different stories. So, for what it's worth, Nancy Duarte, resonate. Yeah.
2: We're going to have some show notes for this episode, I'm telling you. Um, (laughs) The other thing I was going to mention is, um, as a a videographer and and former filmmaker, uh, I would even say, not former, but, you know, former, uh, I would even say... Uh, Patrick Moreau and the team at, at Muse Storytelling uh, put together a really great course on storytelling, uh, and it's thorough, and um, there's a lot to it. Uh, and they're really talking much more about filmmaking. Um, but one of the things that I took from it that I remember being very clear was, um, Susan wants to run a race, Susan runs the race, Susan wins the race. is a terrible story. But if it turns into... Susan's family member has an illness and she needs to raise some money. And she found out that there's this race and the prize money is the amount of money she needs for uh, this family member's operation. Uh, then Susie's going to run the, she's going to train and she's going to be working towards this race. And it takes six weeks, six weeks of intense training. Uh, and then at the end of the six weeks, it's the day of the race and she ties her shoes and she's at the starting line and the starting pistol goes off. And Susan starts running when she trips on a rock and everyone runs past her. And now we've got desire and we've got conflict. And so suddenly we're a lot more engaged in Susan's story than if it's just Susan starts the race, Susan ends the race. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just weave in those little bits of real life, you know, what, why and how and and where and what uh, are parts of the story too, so.
0: Well, it seems like there's always conflict. There is always conflict. Now, I can't think we mentioned conflict at the top, right? But uh, there is always, uh, mm-hmm. maybe as a user, I'm stuck. I don't know how to get the job done. I don't know how to move forward. I I don't know how to get a raise. I don't know how to be safe. I don't know how to do whatever. There's always, there's, I think it's finding to maybe piggyback Justin. I don't mean to take apart all the great things that you said because I think it all applies. But it's finding that, what is the conflict that that the the hero is going to have? And what is the secret weapon? What is the weapon that, that Yoda is going to give to Luke to help him to be able to overcome that conflict? Does that make sense? So yeah. find yeah, your it, lip, it, it find, abs- You're the Yoda. It,
1: yeah, it absolutely makes sense. I mean, we didn't touch on like the back half of of the story brand stuff. So like, feel free to go look at that. But that is that is so key to it. It's this idea of, you, you know, you said the secret weapon, but in, in in that world, it's it's the plan. It's you have to help them envision that they can actually get it done. Um, in some cases that might be the guide handing over, you know, whether it's this particular um power or this particular knowledge that then that then will help them serve to to go off and actually accomplish the thing that they wanted to do that's the role of the guide that's the role of us so like yeah you acknowledge that conflict but then I think again framing yourself up with that up as that guide and being able to help drive your viewer towards success that's the best part that's the best part of it for me and that's and that's why I love um you know, even creating like the help videos that that mean you make on YouTube, Andy, you know, for the, mm-hmm. the that are yep. sort of light tutorials or um, because we use that exact framework when we when we write those yeah. videos and when we create them, we, we try to acknowledge the pain that somebody might have or somebody has and then give them a plan to help solve that and show them what success looks like and that they can accomplish it and that it isn't as hard.
0: Absolutely. Well, gentlemen, it is uh, my job to keep us on track here of time, and we are we are at time. So uh, let's get our final take. But before we do, just a reminder, if you are looking for more great content on how to make videos, go check out the TechSmith Academy. Go check out the TechSmith blog. Both have wonderful resources that will help you make better videos, including episodes of Visual Lounge, and the Academy has tons of great things. And you can see some examples of stories in there. We don't always use story, but when we do, you can, you'll definitely see it. So uh, final take order. I'm going to start us off. Andy, you can follow up and then ju- we'll let Justin close us today. And then-
2: uh, Sounds we'll great.
0: M- make sure we get things closed up. So my final take is, if you don't know how to use story, go learn, go watch examples and and watch them and take away from them so that you can apply this to your videos. I I, I think it feels hard uh, in terms of like doing it well, but I think there's a lot of great resources out there. And, and that's my takeaway is I'm going to go learn more from Justin and Andy and others about how to make great stories. But I think if you do that, you'll find that those themes that we've talked about today are really present in every video, even if you're not setting it up to be a video.
2: Yeah. Whether you are, making a tutorial or an advertisement, there has to be an understanding of the pain that your viewer is going through. And there has to be a point at which you can meet that pain with a solution. Uh, Again, advertising or tutorials, you should be solving problems with your video. Uh, and, And if you're doing that, you should have a strong hook at the beginning to keep them in. You should have a strong follow through. And at the end, you should really, again, knock them with some truth. So that's my takeaway. Yeah, for me, it's stories help people
1: remember you in in the most basic form. Whether you are trying to help somebody learn something or sell a product, telling a story will help you cut through the noise and will help you be more memorable than the other people that are out there.
0: All right. Perfect last take. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Make sure you subscribe, like, leave comments, emails at thevisuallounge at taxvent.com if you got the feedback you want to send to anyone. We appreciate it and we will all see you next time.